This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Good morning and welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please give us a call, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Send us an email, and we will be happy to either address it on the air, if that's your wish, or if you'd like for us to respond back individually, uh, we will be happy to do that as well. Joining us, as always... The man, the myth, the legend, Tony Shore. <laughs> I could never live up to your introductions. It's uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to learn from Tony and control my radio voice. Ah, there you go. Oh, you've yeah. got a great voice for radio, that's for sure. Uh, I've been great. I'm alive and awake this morning. I've had my coffee, and uh, I enjoy getting together with you each week. We have our fun here, don't we? Uh, I think it's fun. I mean, it's uh, it makes the time go by quick. I will say that uh, because, <laughs> well, you know, I and Tony, I shared this with you a number of years back. I actually had a show for. I don't know, probably a year and a half, two years. I started on a local, on a, a more local station, um, expanded to the to the Savannah market, and it, it just it became so not fun. I mean, I just uh, I, I the the grind, and it was a longer show, and I I just I got to the point where I didn't want to do it anymore. But hey, you uh, this the ones that we do, they're fun. I enjoy them. So so yeah, yeah it's it's good times, good stuff. Well, yeah, and you help us. You've you help educate uh, all of us, myself, our listeners, and you've helped so many people out there, your clients. So I know you love talking to the listeners too, and you love it when people call you. So if someone's listening to this uh, podcast, this show, uh, they should pick up the phone, this radio show, and give you a call uh, and set up a complimentary consultation. It doesn't cost anything. There's no obligation. Uh, get started on that financial plan or get a second opinion on where you're at. What's that number they can reach you at? 877-269-0839. All right. And what are we talking about today, Travis? Well, Tony, one of the one of the the great I would say the great uh, pieces of the puzzle is uh, is beneficiary planning, and uh, I think after this week, and I told you after this week and the previous few weeks, I've had so many conversations, uh, honestly, about the tough conversations that we don't want to have. But one of the things 
I think the reason being is is because they're uncomfortable with having the conversation. Not not that they don't want to know. It's just you know you have some that are like, well, I'm not a math person, or I'm not you know I'm not a finance person, etc. But but we have to have those right because in order in order to give peace of mind to both spouses, I think the only thing that that there is to do is to actually lay everything out because you get different sets of emotions involved because you, you know, you may have, um, you may have, uh, you know, one, one spouse that has children, one spouse that doesn't, or both spouses have children. And, you know, then it becomes a, well, you know, uh, you know, mine is mine and yours is yours and whatever you have is going to go to yours and whatever you, I have is going to go to mine and, and don't get me wrong. That's fine. That is, that is not an issue, but it needs to be communicated and make sure everybody's on the same page. Because if that's not the case, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Money is not supposed to be something that, that we make decisions emotionally. But can you think of any more of an emotional topic than money? I can't. And, and I do this on a, on, on an everyday basis, ladies and gentlemen, I I've see this and, and I see these conversations unfold. And sometimes I, I feel like, you know, I feel like if, if we did have a little more communication, maybe that would be a little bit better. And, and that's what I would encourage you to do. And we're going to talk about this morning, how to have those. The other, the other set is Tony children, you know, oh, uh, you know, Take it, and, and I'm I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna use myself as an example. Uh, you know, I, I've shared with the listeners on the show. You know, the reason that I started to to actually get in the business of retirement planning and and financial planning is because my my grandparents received so little or, or so poor uh, of financial advice whenever yeah. they were in really in in, a, in very dire need of it. Yeah, and. One of the conversations, even till till her passing day, my grandmother would not talk finances like she she just would not do it. You know, she it was not you know, it was not that we were prying, but, you know, later in life. I mean, how are we going to pay for long term care? How are we going to how I mean, that was a that was the F word in, in her house. Long term care. You didn't mention that. Yeah. Um, how are we going to pay for, you know, how are we going to pay for the things that needed to be paid for? uh, by, uh, you know, by us or by her. And uh, so many times children either don't want to have that conversation or if they do want to have it, sometimes the parents are not comfortable, but folks, I cannot stress this to you enough. You really need to have that conversation with your kids. Uh, you don't have to sit down and tell them, you know, okay, this is, you know, this is where the, this is where the jars are buried in the yard. You don't have to give them a map. You don't have to say, you know, okay, this is where my, my hidden P or my hidden, um, safe deposit box is and here's the key and you know knock twice and turn once and yeah you know i'm not saying that you need to to give them a roadmap to what you have but you do need to have a basic understanding of how things may be addressed in the event that they come up and and that's only going to be a solved by communication you know we we so many times we we think that we're saving them from having that conversation and saving them from the pain but in reality, we're causing them pain when we're not here, right? So that's what I want to talk about this morning, Tony, is 
is how do we have those conversations and how do we make them uh, more pleasant or how do we how do we get past some of the stigma some of the the you know the taboo things if you will so uh that's basically that's what we're going to talk about today so aren't, aren't you ready aren't you excited didn't did you know what you were walking into this morning <laughs> well you know i mean not every topic is going to be super uh, uplifting but it's super important and the good it news is, is uh, there are ways to avoid these situations and that's why we're here and uh, travis that's why people work with you it is tony and, and i'm i'm i am completely you you and i both know I, i'm completely the the brick through plate glass window if you will you know if if you're <laughs> if your goal seriously if your goal is to is to just go and see an advisor and just have them look across from you and go everything's fine you know once a year you know stick with your mutual funds and you'll be good or, or stick with your whatever and you'll be good um that's that's fine but here's the problem. You're not doing yourself a service. You're not doing your kids a service. You're not doing your spouse a service. So you really need to have these conversations. And if you're not having a conversation, then basically you're with a financial salesman, not a financial advisor or a financial planner. Yeah. So there needs to be a distinction made there anyway. So, but let's, uh, let's dive into spouse. Let's talk about spouse for a second. Sure. Uh, you know what, you know what the number one thing that I get the most, I think the most raised eyebrows from you know what it is it's whenever you bring up the budget or the spending plan it's like it's a four letter word uh in 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 relationships because you know and, and i see this i've seen this you know a thousand times but then again i've seen you know the good side too but i see it and i see spouses go well she spends all the money or he spends this or he does that or she does that and i'm like whoa whoa wait a minute guys there's there's no blame it's you know we we need to determine what's your spending plan what does it need to be to make you guys live comfortably uh you know if if you really have no plan and you're stressing over every single decision that's made that feels more like a prison to me that does not feel like freedom to me so you know that's right. the first thing that's the first thing i would say tony i don't know if you and your spouse have that conversation but even now my wife and i we have we have those conversations all oh, yeah. the time yeah. you know yeah my wife and i do as well uh i think it's important and you know what with all this travis obviously communication is the key right absolutely well yeah. if you if you leave anything unsaid then what happens is this is you're going to have uh you know one person's maybe not ask a question or one person may not voice their opinion and but does that mean they're going to forget their opinion no and eventually what's going to happen is it could fester to the top and that's only going to cause hard feelings it's best to just go ahead get it out on the table let every let the chips fall where they may and talk about it and then work through it work it out and then that way it's over there there's nothing to there's nothing to to jeopardize your your plan later uh, two of before we go on break, two of the other things that uh, I find that are are very important conversations, but also uh, very hard to have conversations is is as it pertains to legacy and long term care or end of life or end of life health care planning. And Tony, it makes a lot of sense. Do people generally, as a rule of thumb, like to think about their own mortality? No, we like to. <laughs> that's the last thing we want to think about. We Correct. Push, we push all anything related to our mortality out of our minds. 
Right. So, but you know, at some point, at some point, we are we are going to leave this earth. Uh, God did not promise us tomorrow. He only gave us today. So make the best of it today. But you need to plan for tomorrow as if it's going to happen, right? Because if it doesn't happen, that's fine. We'll we'll all be in a better place. But if it if it does happen, then you need to have a legacy plan on how you're going to leave your assets and to whom they're going to go to, you know, yeah. uh, are you charitably inclined? You know, I've, I have clients that they really and truly, they want to take care of their kids, but they also want to leave at least a certain portion of their assets to their church. Well, of and, course. you yeah. know, and, and that's, that's one of those questions that or one of the conversations that needs to be had is, you know, how much, you know, what, what do we think is, what do we think it's fair? Is it, is it the, the standard tithing of 10%? Is it more? Is it less? Uh, these are all things we need to, to consider because that also could impact how much you're spending. Because if you have uh, a larger legacy that you want to leave, then maybe, maybe you don't need to spend as much, but, but that's all you, one, one is always going to be linked to the other. You can't have them independent of each other. And then the the last, and I know I know it's after legacy, which implies obviously we're not here. But uh, one of the last, or if not the hardest conversation that I've ever seen in a in a meeting, is when we start talking about long term care, start talking about end of life. Now, Tony, you know because I've you and I've talked about it off the air, on the air. The majority of of those listening to me right now over the age of 55, I would say do not have any type of plan. They don't have any type of long-term care insurance, et cetera. And that's okay. If you don't have insurance, that's fine. But you need to have a plan. You, you need to know in the event that you do need assistance, um, are you going to have money set aside to to make your home fun, uh, wheelchair accessible or, or handicap accessible? Are you going to have... You know the assets to be able to to hire someone to come in uh, to to see about you or your spouse. I mean, these are all questions that we need to ask. Now, how and where we get the money to do that from? That's up for debate. But you need to at least start to think. Okay, everyone's living longer, and I mean, using my my grandmother as an example, uh, you know, she was never supposed to live to see fifty. She lived to eighty five. Is it safe to say if you're in good health and barring an accident or, you know, a, a, an unexpected, you know, illness, et, et cetera, or an onset, you know, could you live into your mid to late 80s? Sure. And, you know, will you go into a facility? Probably not. But could you become frail and need help or assistance with other things? Absolutely. And only by having those conversations are we able to formulate a plan to figure out, okay, you know, this is what our resources are and this is what we think the costs are gonna be. How do we how do we bridge that gap? Right. And and that's a tough conversation to have, Tony, because then, like I said, it goes into mortality. It goes into, you know, I, to somewhat of a, of a dignity conversation. Oh, I'm not going to go in there. I'll never go in there. Um, but, Tony, with that being said, uh, we got to take a quick break. And when we get when we come back, we're going to talk about how do we how do we address blended family and how do we address uh, children in the relationship. You're listening to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance, and we'll be back in just a moment. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call CFG Wealth Management at 
269-0839 or visit navigatingretirementradio.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Travis, you're the man with the plan, and we're talking about beneficiaries leaving a legacy. And you mentioned before the break talking about uh, families, uh, children, and spouses. How do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with the uh, children? I have three children of my own. You have kids. Uh, how does that relate to our discussion today? Well, Tony, at some point, uh, at some point, we are all going to leave this earth. And at some point, in most situations, we're going to leave our assets to our children. I mean, that's historically through the, the sands of time. That's been the goal is, you know, parents create it. They leave it to their next generation. That generation, uh, you know, they they take it forward or, or leave it to the next generation after that and after that and after that. So the children of the relationship or, or the children in general are are going to inherit what the parents uh, produce. And one of the one of the biggest, I think, dichotomies in planning is this. Uh, we've got a 50 percent divorce rate in this country. OK, uh, more and more you're having blended families. So. You know whether whether your husband and wife that is still together, and you have to have a conversation with your children about how the assets are, are going to be divided, or whether you're a blended family and you have to think about you know how how is that going to work if you know if I if and, and I'll give you let me just let me give you a hypothetical. So let's say you have a husband and wife, and let's say that uh, that they're on their I'm just going to say multiple marriage. They've they're not a quitter. They've they've been married a few times. And let's say that, you know, the husband has has a a, a child and the the wife has a child. Well, what happens if let's say the wife is the one that brought the majority of the assets? If if you're planning for retirement and you're planning for long term for your 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 couple, uh, then what what's going to what's going to be really difficult and really sticky is in the event that one of them passes, what happens to the surviving spouse? Because what most and I would and I would I would actually qualify this and say that I'm confident in saying in my conversations, most of the blended families have the conversation of, well, I want to make sure that uh, in the event that you know I pass, that she's taken care of or he's taken care of. But here's the thing then the next conversation is going to be well but if if it's the one with the majority of the assets like the spouse i just talked about the wife when he passes i want to make sure my child gets the asset and that's where it becomes a little bit sticky mm, because yeah. because then you have to start you have to start talking about you know, once you once you bring children into that conversation whether or not someone gets defensive automatically or not, it's going to happen because you're talking about someone else's child, right? Yeah. And yeah. and don't get me wrong, I know that there there are plenty of, of of blended families that think of each other as their own children, but there are those that you know may think, okay, well, you know, I want to take care of her or him, but I want my assets to go to my children, and his assets can go to his children. Doesn't matter I who can has see where the that majority. Would, I, I've never you know been a part of a blended family, so I haven't experienced that. I never thought about that, the complications that it could cause. 
Well, and that's that's honestly that's why you need to start having the conversations, Tony, because that's when you may need to go consult with an estate planning attorney. You may need to start doing some some trust planning, maybe, sure. you know, maybe doing a, a trust and giving, you know, the surviving spouse uh, like a HIMS provision, a health education maintenance support or, you know, doing a, a spousal access trust or, you know, doing doing the proper planning will prevent there there being hard feelings at the time of passing of the first or second spouse and you know what happens if if let's say the the husband is the one with the majority of assets and he has children but marries uh, a second or third marriage and maybe she doesn't have any children do you think there could be some conflict between his kids and her at passing absolutely and if if we're really honest with each other, if you got married, chances are you do love the person. You really want to make sure that you've had that conversation so that you don't put them or your children in that situation. Right. That's that's only fair. You need to you need to address these things prior to. And and last but not least, let, let's just talk about children in general. Let's say after the, the passing of the second spouse. The other thing we really need to think about is who gets what? Yeah. Because sometimes and, that's and my I ha- wife and I's concern. You know, yep. Sometimes I have I have conversations where uh, the assets are not split equally. You have yeah. you may have one child that they want to get more assets because maybe in some regard they they feel like that 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 child has done more or that and and I know it's a tough one to have and I know there are people out there grinding their teeth right now but you know. It, it could be a situation where the the parents feel like the child deserves more of the assets. And if that's the case, what do you think that's going to do to the the other beneficiary, to to their sibling or yeah, to it's their cause you know, a family rift and you're going to cause trouble and angst? And yeah, absolutely. It's it, tough. It was well, it's, Tony. It's it's all about having the conversation, because, you know, if. If you if you have a plan and you you know someone has already prepared you for what's going to happen, chances are when it happens you you've already kind of it's that that sharp pain that sharp uh, feeling has already has already subsided, and you you actually you're like okay well that's you know knew that was going to happen you don't want to get to the reading of the will and all of a sudden find out that you know it's it's you know, brother and sister going in there and all of a sudden the brother's sitting over with his head in his hand because he gets absolutely nothing because the sister's the only one that had children and that's what the parents wanted to have. You see what I'm saying? That's that's a tough yeah. thing to leave and that's yeah, a tough conversation to have. Well, I know, and that's something, before we wrap it up, uh, I just want to note that uh, you work alongside estate planning attorneys to help your clients and the people you meet with uh, plan for this. And I think that's great. And it's all part of the overall financial picture and retirement income planning. It all ties together with the legacy planning that we're talking about and the beneficiary planning. So I think it's a great discussion, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, Tony. The only thing I would add is this, you know, folks, if what I've talked about today is something that resonates then consider yourself as a part of the majority, not the minority. 
But the only way that we can overcome is we've got to sit down and have those tough conversations and go ahead and start that process, start that planning or that healing process, get everything in order so that in the event, God forbid, something happens to you, you have the peace of mind of knowing you've done everything you can do to make sure that that you don't leave uh, a, a, a drama situation after your passing. If you have questions, we have answers. Give us a call, 877-269-0839. Let us sit down with you for a one-hour complimentary consultation and figure out where you go from here. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.